guys, welcome to Revamp the Exchange podcast where we have real, raw, and uncut conversations. I am your host, Shy. Before we go any further, make sure that you like, share, and subscribe to us on all platforms at Revamp the Exchange podcast. Also, we are now on TikTok as the Destiny Advocate. So make sure that you subscribe, that you share, and that you like us also on YouTube at Revamp the Exchange. Y'all, I am so excited to bring to us our very first episode of the Me I Never Seen. So I've been talking about this series before we're getting started to help us to understand how pain and trouble brings us into alignment with the purpose on our lives. Okay, so y'all know, grab those notebooks, turn that knob up, and let's exchange. So this reawakening, this series of my life started with one of my leaders sending me a YouTube video saying, hey, Shy, I want you to watch this. I was a month into separation with my now ex-husband. I was in a place where I just couldn't seem to understand what was happening in my life. How was it that? I go from this perfect idea of a family to being by myself, having to uh, abruptly send my daughter to her dad's house from my home. The dynamics are changing. Everything that I knew that painted this pretty picture for the life of Shyla had one day just drastically changed. I remember finding myself honestly in moments of frustration, moments of anger, moments of depression, I mean, mad at the world, but also in the same instance, feeling like everyone had done me wrong. I don't know why everybody's treating me this way. I don't understand what I've done to deserve this life that I have now just seemingly woke up to out of the blue. I remember before separating me having a dream of my ex-husband packing his things. And so I told him, I said, hey, um, I saw you in a dream. You were packing your things and we were figuring out how we were going to successfully co-parent our daughter. And he was like, you know, well, I don't know what that means. I was like, I don't know either. But by then I had experienced enough revelation from God to understand that this was indeed him showing me something ahead of time. Now, we have been separated before. I moved out prematurely. We then tried to seek counsel, of course, that failed. I mean, we had tried to seek counsel a few times, y'all, and people just kind of gave out on us, right? So um, we had reached a point where here we are a month into him leaving. He's moved out, uh, packed up all of his things. I helped him pack his things. He's gone. Here I am by myself. Let's process life, right? So I watched this video. I'm like, Okay, let me take a look at this video she sends me. It is T.D. Jakes. So I believe that me and T.D. Jakes are related. I am not delusional. He is my grandfather. Okay, y'all, okay, y'all, it's a joke. It's a joke. No, but I spend a lot of my time in down in the press season, seasons listening to his ministry and allowing him the power of God through his life to transform my life. I mean, I was very familiar with him. So it wasn't a long shot for me to listen to this message. Now, what was often amazing about her sending me this was she said, Shyla, I never really listened to T.D. Jakes, but I ran across this message and I know it was the Lord who told me to send this to you. So I'm like, cool, let me listen to my grandfather. Let me grab my notebook. I'm gonna listen to this message. So remember me telling you that at this phase of life, I was still very much feeling like everybody had done me wrong. I had done nothing to anyone else. 
And I could not understand for the life of me how this perfect picture was just see easily broken up and right in front of me. And I could not repair the pieces. I was very frustrated. God, what is happening? What are you doing? Why are you allowing this? I pressed play. One of the first things that I heard him say was, I didn't know I was me. The title of the sermon was, I didn't know I was me. And I'm like, wow. Okay. What more can you tell me to help me understand about myself? Because I feel like I know everything about me. I know enough about myself to know that I didn't deserve this. And this is everybody else's fault. And so I continued listening. He then said, you were meant to be different. You were made to be set apart. Before I formed you, I knew you. So I knew at this very moment that he was getting ready to take me deeper to an origin that I had not yet experienced. I knew nothing about the me I had never seen. Here's why. Because I had spent so much of my life being shaped by the experiences that I've had with other people, by things that I've seen, by family interaction, by epigenetics. This is where I'm inheriting things from other people, by my social experiences, by the lack of the fundamental needs that I believe that I'm supposed to have in order to produce a healthy life. Everything that I had experienced up until this age had shaped my reality of my life. And so I was basically conditioned to believe that the life that I seen was absolutely the best life for me until the life that I had created all came crashing down. It was then that I knew that I had not yet discovered who I am. So I began to listen more as he went into Jeremiah 1, 4 through 5, talking about the before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I created you for a purpose deeper than what you have experienced. But because you have normalized the experiences that you've encountered, you really don't see me for who I am. You have no idea the creativity the uniqueness, the amazing person that I made in the form of Shyla, because these experiences have been robbing you of seeing your destiny for how I've actually created it to be. And so I knew that I had honestly been living a lie. Now, what I won't do is blame. I don't blame my parents. I don't blame my ex-husband. I don't blame my family members. I blame no one for the life that I lived that was a lie. But I do have to attribute the experience that I've been made to live up until the age of 32 to the experiences that I came up in. We talked about the fundamental needs. I mentioned that to you all earlier in our podcast. The fundamental needs are acceptance and affection and affirmation and attention and security, comfort, encouragement, support, and appreciation. These were all needs that from a very early age I was deprived of. Not because my parents wanted to intentionally hurt me, but because as as, as pained individuals, they could only give what they knew. 
And so I spent a lot of time shaping my life around deficiencies and they honestly turned into other addictions. What did this look like for me? This looks like a lot of Facebook scrolling. I'm consistently on Facebook, on social media. I'm scrolling consistently because I've adapted to this addictive behavior so I can shy away from my pain. This looks like codependency. I am trusting the life of someone else above myself because I don't believe in my potential as a person. I don't believe that I'm valuable enough. I lack confidence. I was not affirmed. I cannot remember any moment specifically where I remember my, my father telling me how proud of me he was. Was it that he wanted to make me insecure? No, not at all. It was simply because he was insecure. And so he could only teach me or give me what he knew if he did not heal. And so I built my life around these experiences. I developed all of these coping strategies in order to, to, to numb the pain of life, the pain of these experiences, and then having to go through divorce and having to experience the death of my father and having to experience some betrayal led me to seeing that I never knew me for who I am. So I often say, I believe that divorce saved my life. Divorce led me to destiny. Had it not been for God stripping me of everything that I allowed to identify who I was, I would have never began the process of healing for who I am. The me I'd never seen. I didn't know I was me. I did not know that beyond all of those layers of hurt, of pain, of facades, of insecurity, of lies, of manipulation, of promiscuity, underneath all of those layers of this identity that I created was an amazing woman that the Lord made when he spoke me into existence. Yes. He birthed us through our parents. He birthed me through my mother and my father, who I would still say in the midst of all that has transpired, that they did a great job raising me. The Lord birthed me through them because he made me a world changer. He calls me to stand out and to heal generations, to break cycles, to break patterns, to break generational curses. Here's the thing. How could the Lord call me uh, to be set apart in order to change a generation, to change the family dynamics if I have no idea what it is that I need to change? I don't know what manipulation looks like unless I have firsthand experience in it. So I come from a family of manipulators, of liars, and I believed that I was not a manipulator. I was not a liar because I allow pride to uphold my perception of what I did wrong. When honestly, pride upholds you being stuck in cycles of pain and trauma. So I never knew I was me because I allowed shame, which is a public emotion to run my life, y'all. If you find yourself in cycles where you have allowed pain and shame to run your life, I challenge you to take the power out of the word shame, pour that box upside down and shake out all of those defenses 
to hold shame in its place so that you can actually be free in humility. Shame helps you to make excuses to stay in the same place. I was tired. I was tired of upholding this image for everyone else, but never being happy within myself. I found in my process of healing that as much as I did not want to become my mother or my father, I absolutely became them. How and why? Because they shaped my reality. So once I got to a place of healing and I identified just how much we identified as people, because these are the people that has shaped my origin, I was then ready to heal. I was ready to process. I was ready to acknowledge. I was ready to release. I laid myself down and allowed the Lord to process me so that I can become who I am at my origin. So then I began to believe that I am not a mistake, that I allow people to put negative labels on me who never understood me. If I am birthed to be a world changer, if I was created to be set apart, I would have never fit in, but I'm living my life trying to fit into these circles, into these cycles, into these patterns, because I have not yet identified a person that is okay with being different. So I'm living my entire life trying to fit into what people will deem as important. People would deem as a value. My own parents didn't understand. So there were negative labels that were assigned to my life that I actually believed, y'all. Here's the thing. Most times when you are a world changer, when you are a person of influence that the Lord has set apart to change dynamics, to change regions, people will not understand you. And because they don't understand you, they will negatively label you. When you do not have enough understanding of your identity and of how God made you, you will absolutely believe everything that they say about you. I believe that I was a rebel. I believed I was deviant. I believed that I was mean and angry. I believed that I was promised, I was promiscuous. I believed every label that I had been given. I believed it. I was the worst child. I was treated like like I was no good. I was never validated. So I was insecure. I was not confident. I was not sure. So I lived my life from that angle. I was always seeking love. I was looking for people to love me. And based on how they treated me, uh, that validated me. I remember hearing someone say, Shyla, you look like you're just always searching for love. And I was in and out of relationships and people had everything to say about what they saw on the outside all while being unskilled as to how to help me with the inside. So all you're doing when you speak ill of someone based on what you see on the outside, you're helping them to stay in cycles. So if you really have no healing words to help a person transform to get to their original, original identity, you really should hush and transfer them to a person who can help them. Not speak about what you see on the outside. It is only truly when you heal that you're able to see people for who they are and lead them to the help that they need without attaching negative labels to their lives. We're still talking about the me I never seen. A month into divorce, I was, I was looking for ways to bring my marriage back together. I cannot do this, God. I cannot do this. I cannot create this life. This is not for me. 
I still ain't done wrong. Lord, I need, I need my family back. And the Lord would not allow me to manipulate this situation to bring it back together. It was honestly outside of my control, but God's hand was consistently on my life. I was at first angry. I was so angry because I was forced to give up years of what I knew to become something I know nothing about. This is the part of becoming you that you've never seen that is the most challenging. We now promote and we talk about healing in such a positive light and I absolutely recommend everyone that has healed that is in their process of healing, but we don't talk enough about you having to let go of what you've learned to be your environment, to embrace an environment that you know nothing about. You don't know freedom if all you've lived in was bondage for 30 years. I was afraid, y'all, when I started to get a sense of freedom and to break these cycles and these patterns that I had walked in, it started to feel like people were looking at me different. Like people were expecting me to be the same person I was, or people were expecting me um, to still be this rebel. I also battle with this idea that people who are in bondage will never understand your freedom. So once you're free, you're looking to go back to those relationships and those experiences and those encounters that you had that attached to your old nature and they will no longer welcome you because you're no longer welcome. Because now that you're free, your conversation is different. Your interactions and your relationships are different. It is absolutely okay to stand alone for a season until you create the relationships that match your destiny. Relationships that attach to the me that I was before I became who God wanted me to be does not belong in my now. And so I had to be okay with accepting that this is who I am now. And it's okay that it's not understood. I am now free within myself. So I'm able to operate fully the way God wants me to without once thinking how somebody else thinks or feels about what it is that I'm doing, okay? So the me I never seen, it is a gruesome process to take off those clothes and those trash bags and those boots and those coats and jackets and those buttoned up shirts that we put on to pretend to be something that we're not. I related to a girdle, whether it's a man's girdle or a woman's girdle, it is made to fit the form of your body to tuck in fat so that you don't appear to be something that you're not. This is the same thing that wearing our trauma bodies our pain bodies and personalities do for us. Until we get to the place of healing, they fit us tight. And they hold in everything that does not fit who we want to be for a moment. That's when the moment stops. When you take that girdle off, when you take those clothes off, when you take those false ideologies off, When you take those negative words off, when you take that shame and that pride off, when you take that perfectionist off, when you take that manipulation and those lies off, when you take the trauma of your mother and your father off, 
when you take that abandonment and that rejection off, when you take that failed marriage and that failed relationship off, when you take that abortion and that miscarriage off, when you take off the shame and the disappointment, when you take off the frustrations and the anger, when you take off the manipulation and the silent treatment, when you take off what you thought it should be and you actually embrace the origin of who you've always been, you will see the me you did not know that you were. Trouble is honestly what brought my life into alignment with destiny. I thanked my ex-husband for the experiences. They were painful, but I thanked him for the experiences that led me to understanding the me I never seen. As you journey with me in this series of the me that you never seen, I want you to become comfortable with taking off that trash bag, that girdle. It doesn't belong to you. You've lived in pain long enough and you have become aware that the pain has honestly produced nothing beneficial for you. It keeps you from maintaining healthy friendships. It keeps you from maintaining good jobs. It keeps you from being confident. It keeps you from being sure. It robs you of your voice. It robs you of your identity. And it doesn't speak to the amazing person that God created when he birthed you to be a world changer. The difference that you want to see is in your ability to lay down everything that you've come comfortable with. I know that it's comfortable because we normalize pain. We've normalized abuse. If this is our environment, we have no choice but to believe that it's okay. This is all we know. But I challenge you as you journey with me in this process of the me I never seen, that you lay it all down. I mean, you lay it all down. You take the power out of those words that uphold that false identity. And you learn to love the origin, the me I never seen. Y'all, like, share, and comment. Tune in next week for our second episode of the me I never seen as we deal with forgiveness. Peace, love, real, raw, and uncut conversations. Coach Shy here. I'll see you soon.